Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everybody, welcome to the Biology Report. Pakistan, Australia test match starting on Thursday. Damien Fleming here, joined by one of St. Bede's College alumni, mm. Bradley Hodge. Flem, howdy. It's what been did, a while. What, what did St. Bede's provide for you? Uh, well, I mean, it's a good school, actually. I'll tell you what they did provide. is a pretty good front oval and a pub across Beautiful. the road, which gave the me... The Mentone? Yeah, Mentone Hotel, known as the Edgy. That gave me a target to try and hit while I was batting out of the front oval. So that was pretty cool. I'm not sure. Did you have a target when you played at Springy South? Uh, Heather Hill High School yeah. uh, on the concrete pitch that was originally Malthoid. Did you oh. ever play on Malthoid? Like I, this hot, I, rubbery... Once I did, and you would not believe it, that a guy named Damien Stent, who was a, <laughs> a guy from some beads, actually smashed my teeth in. So I was just batting with a hat, and you know the ball, because it was so hot, yeah. stuck in the pitch... So I played through the line, playing it was a full slow. shot. Now I thought it was slow. And it just like bobbed off. So it was already through the shot and hit me on the teeth and broke my two front teeth. The I was one actually spewing, yeah. game on Malthor. So one. what did you play on? Were you matting or We synthetic? were matting. We were matting. And this was, uh, I think it was like a um, an under-14 representative side that went and played, like it was a hatch yeah. type scenario, went and played Morning Peninsula's hatch team. And it was played down there, somewhere in Red Hill, wherever it was, on Malfoyt. And, um, yeah, I just, it was horrible. Just to the, the biology report listeners, if you are playing on a Malfoyt pitch at yep. the moment, is it dead? Is it like the Tasmanian Devil? I don't is it passed think, away, bereft yes, of life? I believe so. So I, I believe that all Malfoyt pitches have been replaced by synthetic turf. That, that's what happened in the DDCA. Yeah. No matting. It no. just went to synthetic. Kamura Cricket Club. Kamura Cricket Club yep. had the first synthetic and we thought, wow. My mates played How for Kamura as well. That okay. was some Beats boys, yeah. Yeah, they, that, that's not good. Uh, what about back to the Mentone Hotel? Yeah. Did you go in and have a couple of beers? Absolutely. It was dollar pots on Wednesday night. Oh, I thought you were going to say Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Just pop in for the history lesson no, and you're pretty pumped used up. To. It, uh, actually, we... We sort of tried to steer away from Wednesdays. There was far too many uh, patrons wanting to get in there for a dollar pot. So we used to go every now and then, more on a Friday. Uh, but, um, yeah, good place. Turning into apartments now. So well, it's, it's been really, shut for a long time, yep. Because the Springy Boys, that was a local pub to see cool Aussie bands. Yes. So we saw the Hoodoo Gurus, uh, Machinations. But the band we used to watch more than anything was Tism. Really? This is serious, mate. Okay. And our English teacher, the great Rusty Manning, was best <laughs> mates with Cameron. Right. He loved them that much. He had a, a combi van. Yes. So we'd all get into his combi van and he'd drive us to watch This Is Serious, mm. Mum. And then we'd do a review in English the next day. Amazing. That's, That's a way of getting an A. Isn't it? In English. Absolutely. Go to a concert. Go to Do co- a bit of stage dancing. With mosh me. pitting with... Uh, with your English teacher and to this is serious, mum, and then write a review of the concert. See, my English teacher was one of the brothers of the Catholic oh. system. I'm not sure they're in the grungy rock bands, so <laughs> <laughs> couldn't quite or couldn't something quite like go that, to the mosh pit. Yeah, so. the Seekers, maybe. Oh, I think they're in the church hymns more than anything, and that sort of bored the life out of me pretty much. So. Wasn't my thing, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful oval. Now that I drive past, they've actually uh, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, I played a Crusaders game there. Yeah, against against the St. Bede's kids. That's actually, a very good. Speaking oval. of Victorian cricket, or speaking of those days and Crusaders, I remember as a young kid in Year Twelve playing against Sean Graff. Oh yeah, who played for the Crusaders, and I smoked about ninety five. <laughs> it was brilliant. He absolutely hated it. So <laughs> he was bowling. Yeah, and he ended up being my boss a couple of years later. Of course, uh, you know. When well, I he's got, still boss. Well, he's still he's been boss, there eighty two yeah. years, Graffy. Yeah, he absolutely. He's uh, what is he? he? Would have been there what thirty thirty five years? Time. Long time. No, played one day as for Australia. One of that those little trivia questions, mm. isn't it? Who who was twelfth man and never played Test match cricket for yeah. Australia? So Graffy was there. I think yeah. there was a guy called Sam Trimble. Yep. 
No, he took me down to Somerville Cricket Club uh, just last Friday night. They had their annual sort of lunch, luncheon on down there. And that was Graffy's uh, old club. So got down there and told a few yarns. Oh, he'd be the man. He'd be the king. Oh, he'd be Somerville, the king wouldn't he? Played footy down there too. Yep. Yeah, he said been a while since he'd been down there, but um, no, there's his legendary status down there. Talking about your, uh, his cricketing days, what about your cricketing days? You come back. Well, was where it, was it? Why was it? Well, How have you pulled up? I've pulled up lame, actually. I've pulled up really sore, more so in the side side muscles. Um, I don't even know what they're called. They're obliques. They're obliques. And I, I don't know whether it was from bowling the eight overs or whether it was <laughs> what from did batting. You bowl? I bowled offies. Oh, um, no. But, I, look, I hadn't played for, I'm not sure if it was a year and a half or two years. And the funny story was, I actually woke up in the morning and thought, I'll just grab my cricket gear. I couldn't find any. Oh, wow. So whether I'd given it away last time that I played to the boys at East Sandringham. Um, you may have. Just because I thought if I give it away, I don't have to play ever again. Um, so I woke up and I've gone, I've got no gear. So I rang mum, said, is there any chance that I've brought my gear around and stored it all at your place? And she said, no. And then, um, so I just grabbed Jesse's gear. He's under 14 gear. And, and I had uh, David Warner's back. <laughs> Tucked away in um, the cupboard, so because I got it off him when he was banned, I said, "Mate, you don't need it." So yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. It was one of those ones which was actually oversized, double thick. I was surprised the umpires didn't pick <laughs> up on that, but that was cool. Anyway, got up to Newstead Career Club versus Muckleford, I think, in uh, just uh, outside of Castlemaine. And uh, anyway, got out there. It was a fantastic day. The sun was shining. Were you shining. the sole celebrity? Was there a couple of celebrities? There was a couple of uh, ring-ins from Bendigo. Okay. I'm not, I don't think they were celebrity status. No. They might be good in the, the local yes. club land up there, but um, no, nothing of, of my legendary six-test status. All right. What did you punch out runs-wise? Well, I got 45. Yes. Smoked a couple of sixes, so that was good. I, I can't tell you how nervous I was. Like, I'm actually... I was horribly, <laughs> horribly nervous because the last time I did something like this, and it was for a great cause. They were trying to raise money for their club so they can get a few new uh, new facilities and stuff, yeah, which very was great. Good. And they actually moved the fixture from Saturday to Sunday so everyone that sort of loves cricket can come and watch, and it was really good. There was heaps of people there sitting out on the deck chairs. Barbecue was on. There was plenty of piss being drunk, so it was a great fun afternoon. Sounds good. So the last time I did it was down in Burnie and I travelled all the way to Tasmania for one of these games and clipped one through the covers for two, first to get uh, off the mark, first ball. Next ball caught down leg side, would you believe it, Flem? And I'm like... Why did the umpire give it out? I couldn't believe it either. I'm like, that's one of those ones where you just sort of give it not out. Um, But because it's a, a serious comp, I guess you have to. And I was trying to like... When I hit it, and I didn't think that the 45-year-old keeper would actually hold on to it. I'm like, that cross, that just didn't happen, And there's happen, no did doubt it? he's going to go up. And He's thinking scalp. Yeah, he Hodge. did. And then I'll just sort of walk off and everyone is absolutely Spewing. shattered, you know. And like, <laughs> you sort of, you know, walk off and you sort of feel for him. Um, and that's the way I sort of felt on Sunday where you're just trying to just trying to put on a show, they, you know, Flynn. They just want a show yeah, from I mean, the big name. I mean, um, you've done it before. Well, actually, played a charity match down in Tassie many years ago. It was around the time. Do you remember Zoe Goss, yes. the ex-Australian? Yeah, she got uh, Brian Lara out. Got Brian Lara mm. out. That weekend, there's a charity match down at Hobart, and the ring-ins are Merv Hughes, myself, Zoe, wow. and Colin Miller's down there. He's playing, and Trevor Chapel. Yes. Wow. What so a serious... We're down there, it's having a lot of fun. and But there is one of the... Well, the first time... I met Trevor before because he used to coach Sri Lanka that, you know, the first question... You know, they'd be saying, Merv, what are you doing here? And always the first question is, you yeah. know, about the underarm Correct. with Trev. And just going, God, it just... It's constantly on him. But, you know, he handled every question really well mm. and... And what he did was, he say? What was his response to it? Well, he just sort of said, oh, well, my brother told me to do it. What else was I going to do? Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. And then he was still going well. Like, he would have been close to 50, but yeah. feeling well and that sort of stuff. So we finished the game, and Merv, you know, like, he's the centre of attention. He's saying the same jokes from 1988. Yep. You know, all that. He's got <laughs> this. Idea. 
So we're all into the dressing rooms afterwards, having a few beers. Merv goes and has a shower and he walks out with the towel and he goes, hey, Trev, over to Trevor Chapel. Hey, Trev, you got any underarm? Lies, right? <laughs> so about 200 people laugh, right? Yeah. And TC takes it in his stride a bit like this. But you know what Merv's like. If yeah. he gets a laugh once with a gag, yeah. well, it's still funny the hundredth time, isn't yeah, it? it is. So every 15, 20 minutes, he's going, hey, seriously, Trev, Got me under arm. <laughs> so the laughs are still up to us on this. So we get to about two o'clock in the morning. It must have been in Launceston. We're at the casino. Yep. And Merv for about the hundreds kinds go, seriously, Trev, you got me under arm. And by this time, Trevor Chappell said, he just got up and he nearly pissed off. <laughs> How many cans did Merv drink? So Merv had had 88 cans yes, by that stage, I'd reckon. He's the best for those community type feels. An underarm. We haven't believed it. Going from uh, charity cricket to test match yes, cricket. Yes, aren't we excited? Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty pumped. It's it's funny. We uh, Look, I've done a few WBBL games leading up, you know, while WBBL yeah. is on. And a lot of people sort of, even the Australian T20 stuff that was there, a lot of people just associate the first day in Brisbane as the start of the, of the cricket season. season. And it's, you can just actually feel the build-up and the yeah. excitement to this game. It's uh, Even though there's been cricket you know, happening over the last month and a bit, it just feels that this first ball bowled in Brisbane is the start of the summer. Just going back a little bit there, having said that, the WBBL... Um, you know, making a window for itself in October, November. You yep. know, it, it is a bit of a risk because it's it's been growing so well um, mm. with with over the summer at the same time as the men. Yep. But the the TV ratings and the interest has been very very good. Very they, they've good. got something to build on there. Yeah, I think Channel Seven are extremely happy and they've been smashing the ratings well above their expectation, which is great. I think. Uh, Oh, this is just the intel. They were saying that they went sort of head-to-head against the Australian men's side on Fox, and I think that they um, they won that. So it's good oh, for wow. us, our employees, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, But good for cricket. Um, what I'd love to see, like actually talking to the girls, um, you know, they're excited to actually have that window, and I think it's important. I'd love to see it actually just cross over as well into the men's space and then um, – and finish some of those games in front of big crowds as well, leading into some of those big, big, you know. Like, it'd be good to have Renegades, Stars girls playing in the derby before the men's derby as well. I think that would just be a great day of cricket. So, something to look at just in the future. I think it's um, going really well, that product, though. Yeah, and so, quickly, back to the Australians. What what did you make of the the 14-man squad? And, And just also... Why do they name – four? my first one was why do they name 14? And I just happened to be at a cricket function just talking to people. Has it got to do with um, the concussion issue? No idea. So I think you you sent the team out on a tweet and I said, yeah. why do they pick 14? No, yeah, What's the point? Exactly. I've no idea. But I, do, do you think now that they need to actually have at least – when you're the home team, you've got to have 13 at the ground – Obviously, a batsman and a bowler because we saw it in the Ashes with Stephen Smith yeah. um, getting hit, and it's a touring team, so we had Marnus to come mm. in. Um, is that the actual rule? Is that why they're picking so many that, um, you know, a bowler can get concussed when they're batting as well? Yes. And then you need to be able to replace a like for a like. Not sure. Maybe you but do it might need the uh, 13 of the ground now. Uh, I mean, you'll know that often the uh, 12th man used to go and play Sheffield Shield Definitely. So now that might not be able to happen. So it'd be pretty boring being the 12th man just running the cans out every day and saying, you know, red or orange, what colour, with a bit of water. As, and then, um, um, although the great Rodney Hogg did say to Jeff Lawson when he was disappointed to be 12th man in a test match, hey, think of the positive, um, same pay, no pressure. <laughs> yes, true. Absolutely. Correct. Um, what did you make of the squad? Look, surprising, I must admit. I was surprised by the squad. Uh, I think the biggest surprise for me was the inclusion of Cameron Bancroft. Yeah. Um, he I, was surprised. Oh, I, I, I just don't see where that selection comes from. Um, the whole sort of build-up was disappointing for me. Uh, the withdrawal of um, Nick Maddinson and, and, and Will Pekoski as well out of that Australia A side. And then, the, and then the test side was disappointing, uh, you know, for, for health issues. Oh, definitely. But um, more so just the excitement of wanting to see them play test cricket again. I think Maddo's had a really good couple of years 
And um, I thought that he actually could have found a way into the middle order into the Australian side and, and also will. So that's a bit disappointing. But Cameron Bancroft... And it's really interesting just on that point, isn't it? That um, and, and there's going to be so much more research done into it. Yeah. Because... That, and even if you put um, Glenn Maxwell in there, the three Victorians who are taking time away from the game, yeah. they're all sort of... Um, at different stages of their career and, and, and potentially for different reasons, isn't yeah. it? Like if, All different if, reasons, if Maxie's, actually, yeah. um, Obviously, um, you know, he feels like he needs a break from the game, mm. but, but you know, is there a bit to do with just his, how much workload he's had? Is there yeah. a bit to do with exhaustion? You know, Nick Manninson's interesting that he's probably in the best form of his life. Mm. So for, you'd think naturally... You couldn't be enjoying your cricket anymore, but but we know yeah. mental illness doesn't work like that. And, and and with Will, it has been a bit of a constant, you know. Yeah. And, and whether there was a real feeling, or he'd been told that he probably was going to be in no, he was in the squad. Playing, yes, for sure. And that and that contributed to to him pulling out. Yeah. So it's 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 complicated. Absolutely, it's and extremely it's individual. complicated, and it is individual. That's right, and. Uh, you know, we've seen we've seen a few people in the past. Uh, Moses Henriques was probably the yep. closest one um, from memory. Uh, but uh, little issues that need to be addressed, and you know, they will keep trying to solve those problems. But look, cricket for everyone that's listening is such a tough game. It really is a struggle. You don't have uh, a lot of good days. Really, it's it's a lot harder than uh, there's a lot more negatives than there is positives. So. Um, you know, you play a, a four-day game and, you know, your chances of success are pretty minimal. So it's hard um, to actually keep yourself up and keep pushing and, and striving. Yeah. And, and then the travel comes into it. And then, you know, Maddo's away from his family in Sydney and those sort of things. And Maxie's always constantly traveling away from his. Uh, you know, Will's different reasons. But, um, yeah, it's it's tough. And you got to understand that, yeah, we, we get paid well for it. But it is a tough environment. But it's out there, and and you think that it'll only become more and more, um, you know, accepted, yeah. and, but also a lot more support and research, and 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 making sure that we can minimise it as much as mm. possible. Uh, yeah, but what about back onto that the squad? Back onto the squad, oh, I can't help be disappointed that James Pattinson's not fronting up for that first test. Uh, I like the aggression. If he overstepped the line, then the fair enough. Then uh, there needs to be a punishment. But um, that's actually sort of part of his game. You know, he's he's aggressive. He's fast. He's hostile when he bowls. Um, language or not, that's part of his game. He would have been awesome at the in uh, Brisbane. I think he might have got the nod over Mitchell Stark. Actually, the thing is, we've always got that soft one where he misses a game, but you know, at some stage he was going to. He seems to get rested and rotated. Mm. So that that that's a sort of soft one, isn't it? That, it is. that that if he misses that, it makes it easy to 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 play, you know, Starkey. Yeah. And then the way it's shown, even in the Ashes, that one of them will miss out over the, or a couple of them miss out over the summer. So I'd, I'd say we're still going to see Pado for for at least half the tests. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. And and just on the other ones, I'm pretty sure that Travis Head will slot into number four, you know, five or six. Uh, did pretty well out here last time against India. Um, just the, the ones to miss out, Usman Kawaja and, and, and Marcus Harris. Unfortunately, they just probably uh, technically had a few issues over in England, just probably need to sort them out before they get back into back into the action. But um, Well, they seem determined to get back to that right-left-handed combination too. Yeah, I'm just not sure why that's needed. I mean, we, we watched Langer, Langer, Langer and Hayden. Hayden pump them everywhere and... I don't think I know too many bowlers that actually enjoy bowling to left-handers. No, thank you. I think you. they're actually harder to bowl to, Flem. Probably... Stuart Broad. Although yeah. I'm starting to see it already at uh, kids' cricket, the imp- uh, the um, the broad influence yeah. onto right-hand bowlers bowling to left-handers. Guess what? Yeah. All around the wicket. Yeah, and they're probably all <laughs> and they're probably all pushing them down leg side. Uh, I think that that was. You know what? I was surprised how good Stuart Broad was in that series to be able to actually. He probably had four oh. to five months of preparation digesting that and working out how he's going to dissect the Australian top order. And he did it unbelievably well. And that's what a pre-season can do for yep. you, Flem. Um, he had some time off. He wasn't playing one-day cricket. wasn't playing 2020s. Concentrate on the Red Bull stuff. cricket. And he Very got it good. right. So, 
you know, there's there's certainly benefits. Uh, I think it's pretty yeah, happy exciting. for someone like Matty Wade. So Wade scored his two. You know, he yeah, threw he away the a, gloves. He was punched a out a thousand runs. Yeah, two hundreds in the Ashes series, and 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 he just looks like you know he's developed his game even. He's always been really tough and hard, but. I think just focusing on his batting, you know, he's exploded his batting. Yeah. I think always good square of the wicket. I thought his cover driving and off driving in England was fantastic. And that's with the moving ball. It's not going to move quite as much here. He's just in a good space. I mean, how can you not promote someone that's got a thousand runs in Sheffield Shield cricket and then gets a couple of hundreds? Um, that's where you sort of question the selection of Cameron Bancroft. What's he got, like 28 runs? But I don't know why Cam's there because you don't pick someone like Burns for one test match. No. He's been there and had that down at, against South Africa in Hobart yes. a few years ago. Even if he fails at the Gabba, I, I want him to play the Adelaide. You've got to have two test matches at least because that, unfortunately, for Burns, he's been a sign mm. of his career. He well, has been in and out. Well, I would have probably looked... Uh... Yeah, I know they want to get some youth in there, but at this stage, I still think there's plenty of youthful cricket players in there. Um, I would have thought that Daniel Hughes and Moses Henriques may have been a chance as well. They're in pretty good touch. So, I mean, that's where they probably the selectors were probably thrown off with Madison and Will Pukowski going out of that side. They were, I reckon Will's, I think well, Will was in. Yes. So, you know, to try and find a replacement pretty quickly, they're probably looking around. Well, this guy was in the group, you know, in the last sort of six to eight months, so let's get him back in. Um, but runs count for something. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, we're talking about James Patterson's suspension. Mm. Um, a very clever fine for Stephen Smith for dissent because we don't want Stephen Smith getting a, no. getting a test match off, do we? No. What did he I get? Think a, his runs did he get a strike? Did he in a couple of important? grand? Important. Yeah. Well, the money's not going to bother him, but uh, more so the strike. So, uh, he's he obviously disappointed in the result that he got. Scored a hundred. What was it? Got a bad decision. What's he doing complaining when you get 100? Just walk off, mate. Save your runs for the test matches. Because that is why, what he is. He yeah. wants to get 100 in every game he plays. True. Well, hopefully he does it this summer. Oh, it's going to be brilliant to watch, yeah. isn't it? Oh, brilliant absolutely. to watch. Um, the bowling picked itself. Mm. So I think we'll do more an analysis of them after it's over. What about the Pakistan squad? So last four series out here, they've lost 3-0. Yeah. Uh, have not won at the Gabba, although they played pretty well there last time. Mm. Shafiq got 100 in the second innings. Um, changes like Safraz, the wicketkeeper, batsman, captain, out. Yeah. Amir and Wayab Reyes yeah, have retired from, from Red Bull cricket. Yep. So they're, they're sort of in transition a bit as well, aren't they? Um, mm. I suppose from the batting, uh, Azar Ali and, and Shafiq have did well here last tour, but yeah. Baba Azam's the one we're excited about that he hasn't quite transferred white ball um, excellence into red ball, but he started the tour really yeah, well. Yeah, he showed enough in Perth, didn't he? Yes. That was a pretty good... Uh, I mean, to come in when they were three for 50, in a bit of trouble. Um, good. Uh, and then, uh, you know, come on and put those runs under lights as well at Perth. That's pretty impressive. He looks a good player. So there's a lot to like about this Pakistan side. New coach, Miss Burrell Huck's now uh, taken over. So, Do you know, Miss Burrell, did you play? Like, you, you played in the Pakistan I did play in Pakistan uh, Super League. Yes, he was. I actually played. Uh, he was injured when I was there. Um, great tournament, the Pakistan Super League. It's actually one of the highest skill tournaments I've actually seen and our viewers would be surprised to know uh, that their actually catching ratio is better than any comp around the world. Yes. 86% and that's compliments of the Professor Dino apparently where he tells us that his team was above 86%. But Can you give us a Dean Jones coaching update? Oh, you will. Well, I will. Yes. Because it's on the social media yes. self-promoter award. I can tell you that oh, right okay. now. Do we want to wait till then? We will, we will wait for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, great he, comp uh, and, and awfully talented comp. Um, well, I commentated it. I couldn't believe the fielding. Yeah. I know they have imports like Joe Denley and, and Co. who are outstanding fielding, but the actual uh, local player fielding catching was fantastic. But then mm. once they go up to the international team, it drops about 20%. It does. I think that's probably just trying to stretch that across five days. I mean, you can be, you can have lots of intensity just for an hour and a half, but we all know that in test cricket, it's that 
half chance or that nick that comes in the 50th over where you're not expecting anything to happen that you've got to take. You've got to that, be up. That's where the Australians are really good. Oh, our catching in England was fantastic. fantastic. Our fielding, the standards are, are getting back up to yeah. best in the world type of stuff. Yeah, but, and they were pretty impressive in the, in the T20 series as well. The Australians uh, were pretty good. From so that, that is a bit catches. of weakness. But the batting, you know, Imam Al-Haq, um, Inzi's nephew, mm. now he's shown signs he can get runs up the top. Sean Mazouj will probably open. Um, Muhammad Rizwan has taken over from Safraz. Like, he averages 45 in first-class cricket. Yeah. So, you know, he's got an... And he's probably more, a, you know, a red ball cricketer than white ball. Mm. So... You know, it's it's not the it's not the most dynamic as in big names, but it, it's solid enough. It is solid enough, and they'll take in a simple game plan. They'll go in there with a game plan to wear the Australians down, try and post 300, 350 on the board, and with their attack, try and be really competitive. They'll know that if you can make seven hundred runs in the Test match, you're going to be ultra competitive, if not win. So they've got an attack which can get twenty wickets in a test match and you know if they can dismantle Steve Smith somehow that's going to be the biggest problem how they're going to do that but if they do if they feel do like they're in them because um, we've got obviously Muhammad Abbas is their key bowler yes you know he bowls someone I think Marnus was talking about a little bit you know Peter Siddle like yep. like he's unbelievably accurate mm. he's not super fast but he nibbles the ball yeah and he gets left hand- handers out for fun so if the lefties think they're going to get a big reprieve. Yeah. Well, their main bowler. Well, he was good in the UAE, wasn't he? We well, knocked us over. Yeah. And no, no swing or seam really on yeah. a flat wicket. So he should trouble us. He, I think he'd be pretty good out on these surfaces, no doubt. And then Yassir Shah, who was disappointing last time, I think has been playing a lot of first class cricket mm. back home. Yeah. So he's important, isn't it? So if he can, um, if Muhammad Abbas and, and Yassir Shah, you know, can dry the runs and obviously be picking up wickets as well, yeah. well, then they can unleash these young quicks, can't yeah. they? Shaheen Afridi, I saw a lot in that Pakistan Super League. I think he took six for seven in one <laughs> T20 game, but, you know, he's tall, fast, left-hander, yeah. already got wickets at test level, but it was Naseem Shah that had that wow factor, didn't he, in that yes. spell over at the Wacker. And, um, you know, Brizzy... Uh, is not that much below it, is it, in pace and bounce? No. And Adelaide's going to be a day-nighter. Yeah. So you can have an X-factor, can't you? Like, he's got genuine pace. Absolutely. You need an X-factor to get the Australians out. I don't think line and length bowling just it just doesn't work anymore. You need some pace. We saw what Joffre Archer brought to the uh, the Ashes series. You know, that's, it's that sort of uh, firepower that you need to, to show the Australians if you're going to beat them. But... Awfully exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about this test match only because, yeah, it is Brisbane. It's generally a fraction slower on the first morning. They leave a little bit of juice yeah. on it and it quickens up in the second and third day. So um, important toss to win just to see how much juice is in there. But I think that, uh, you know, this is going to be a lot closer contest than everyone's expecting. Imran Khan as well. Picked yes. up a little Fifa. Yes. But I think he'd be more a conservative selection. You know, do, do you go Abbas, Yassir Shah? That gives you experience. Um, I don't think that's Miss Bar's. I think yeah. Miss Bar will go with the youth. I think he's been pretty clear on, on what his thought processes is and how he's going to try and attack this. So I'd like to see all firepower out there and just get it on. It's going to be pretty cool. And so what's the scoreline going to be, mate? I think Australia will win, but only just. I think that Australia are just going to score more runs in the first innings. I think that's where they're going to be strong, just home ground advantage. So I'm confident that Pakistan will score, you know, 280 plus. Uh, but I'm confident that Australia will score three or 400 plus. I'm just one, at least, even if they lose 2 0, just to bring that excitement. Because mm. ever since I've been following cricket when Pakistan come out from Imran Khan and Javed <laughs> Miyandad, yeah. you know, onwards, they've always just had so much X factor about them, haven't they? Yes. And, you know, even the, you know the teams I played against, you know, you had Said Anwar, um, Inzaman Al Haq, Salam Malik, um, Wazim Akram, Shoaib uh, like it just Saklain Mushtaq, Waka Yunus. Yes. 
So you're hoping we might see the emergence of a, you know, a Baba Azam and, you know, Shaheen Afridi as, as the next superstars of Pakistan cricket. I think you'll see it. If, if, the, if Pakistan tail can match the Australian tail, which it's unlikely, but if they can muster up you know, 100 to 120 runs for their last, you know, five wickets, this is going to be a seriously competitive series. So I'd like that firepower and that ball speed is something you oh. you just expect it from Pakistan. So it's going to be fun to watch, and I hope that Miss Bar picks the quicks. So twenty years ago, I played in this series against Pakistan. This was the first time Steve Waugh captain that he got ex legends to present the baggy green. Right. Okay. So do you know who debuted twenty years ago? Twenty years. First test against oh, Pakistan. I'd say it'd be close to Michael Slater. Is that right? Am I close? No. What, no, what cap number? Geez, you got me there. Mm. It might be around 385. 380. So it's post-worn. Yes. He was 350. Uh, I was 361, post-me. 364. Four years one. later. Let's go, let's go on Andy Bickle. Okay. But I know, he didn't, you know, I know he didn't go against Pakistan. So the guy who presented the cap was an invincible Billy Brown, right, okay. what an absolute legend, wow. average over 40. Yeah. Um, he presented it to two players who, let it's fair guess. to say, they had contrasting careers. Okay, let me guess. Like as contrasting as, as extreme as you could think. 20 years ago. Wasn't that guy that can't bowl, can't bat, the warning one? Can you say his name? <laughs> you can't just, you're correct. Oh, am I? Yes. It's Scott Muller. Scott Muller, there you go. Yep, got one. How good's that? <laughs> And it so was Joe know, the cameraman, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm that po- was in the yeah, next test. I'm added. positive it was Joe the cameraman. So, it was- so think of a, a player of you played against yep. him who's at the other extreme of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to go with, I'm going to say, I'm not sure Matty Hayden actually debuted. That sort of ill. Yeah. One of the greatest players that we've produced. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I'd have to say Ponting then. Well, one of, well no, no, he was Sri Lanka. One, he, he one was of our favourites. On here on the biology oh. report, particularly a bit of social media. Oh, Mar- couldn't be Michael Clark, was it? No, he was later than that. He was against. Has Bangal- some he links against to. India. Has some links to some big. Um, Shane Warne software no, over in America. It, like this guy's as big. He's known. He can go anywhere. Colin and- Miller. Okay. <laughs> Google Gilly. <laughs> Adam Gilchrist. Google, of course it was. <laughs> right, uh, it brilliant. Took it took me ages to get there. I was just happy to get the uh, Scotty Muller. Can't back, can't oh, bowl. Yeah, that bloke that couldn't be. Yeah, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> that's all I could remember him for. And it was, I think it was 20 years today that Gilly and Justin Langer in Scotty's last test yes. had that incredible partnership. Um, yeah. to, both got hundreds. You know, Justin Reef. Langer, guess what? He was plum LBW, was it? Or caught behind, behind. About 40. Alfie was under the pump for his spot yet yeah. again, yeah. even though he played 100 tests and averaged 45. Mm. So he got that tough. But it was interesting. The tail, though, Warren, Fleming, Muller, McGrath. Right. I think all four of How'd us. How'd you go? I think all four of us were on pairs. No way. Facing was in Macram, Waka, Eunice, Shoabak, Darsika. We're going to make those pairs. So Pakistan yeah. were one wicket away for 250 runs. My God. Of winning that test. But that's when Gilly really announced himself. And, yeah. You know, what a gun. No, um, they smoked him. Uh, Sheffield Shield is going on. New South Wales have had the big boys. They're mm. four wins, no losses. Don't look like losing. Sacker, my team, Sackers and the Vicks, no wins. What are the Sackers doing over there? They haven't won a game for 17 games in I thought a row. you were going to say 17 years. Well, it's, it feels like it feels 17 like years. They haven't won a Sheffield Shield game for more than two and a half seasons. Should they be allowed to play 14 players? <laughs> They should be banned at the moment the way they're going. Maybe bring back uh, substitute in the Canberra Comets again. No, it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm just not sure spuds. how you just don't win a game. I mean, what are you doing? They're actually got a good unit. They've got good. They've well, got, you want uh, to make Jake wanna... Weatherall. They've got Travis Head. They've got Tom Cooper. They've got enough. Well, Fergie's there. not playing in the Shield, is he? No, not at the moment. Uh, there ta- Chad Sales took 13 wickets and scored a 40 with the bat and couldn't be on the match-winning wow. team. That's anyway, harsh, isn't it? They need to have a look at a few um, things over there. The Vicks are nowhere. One, the Vicks, though, um, 
good to see Will Sutherland debuting. Mm. But um, it's the 17-year-old, Jake Fraser McGurk. Yes. Who um, I've seen a lot of, you know, local cricket. You know, mm. played a lot of um, local cricket and footy against my son. Yep. Um, and at 11 and 12, he always had the power and the bravado. Mm. Um, I'm not surprised he's got there this early. But I don't know if you saw much of his 50 on debut in Shield cricket. Yeah, and he also got one in the Marsh Cup as well. Saw the Marsh Cup. But he looked Cup. fantastic. Yeah, I saw the Marsh Cup. I didn't see the, the four-day knock. Um, but amazing player. Uh, and, the, and the word on the street, and clearly this backs it up, that he's the most exciting youngster you know, around, apart from um, Will Bukowski. In Victoria. And a different player than Will. Different player. Yeah. Will is just technically outstanding. And uh, um, and Jake, Jake's Jake, right in all three forms. So he's just a, as a you know, mixture. The, the player it reminds me of most watching him as a young is Glenn Maxwell. Yeah. He had Maxwell-like power as an early age, which I heard Maxie had there. Uh, shot selection can be a bit of a problem. Yeah. That's but, okay. He's a youngster. He's a youngster. And you can see a couple of his dismissals have been playing away from his body, balls that have bounced between hip and shoulder height. Yeah. But, you know, at 17 years of age, you're not going to have found a lot of 140-kilometre bowlers bowling that sort of nah. with that sort of bounce. And it is different, Flem. But there he can is, score. He can score. There's no doubt. He's got. Oh, look, funny, I've been doing some work for uh, the Monash Tigers, going over there and just helping their young batting group. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and Fraser McGurk was there, and, and um, Shannon Young was telling me that you wouldn't believe it. he hasn't got a cracker for Monash the whole season, and it's difficult. It is difficult to go and play junior cricket, then second eleven, and then district cricket, and actually have your mind switched on to all of them. So I'm glad he's got a game. At so the am I right level. with you? I don't think you scored a lot of district runs. I reckon you might have got some Victorian second eleven runs. Yep. And then got going in your first year. So can you? Rem- yeah. I know it's a long time ago, but yeah. can you remember what it was? I, the I difference. I can. I can. I sort of went from the AIS Academy, which at that time was almost like an Australia A, and that felt like if I scored runs there, that was awfully important. So that took up a lot of energy, and then you sort of think that Victorian Second Eleven is the next pinnacle. So you sort of play the yeah. week, you know, it, it's a four-day game. So you go there Tuesday, play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it takes a lot of mental energy and effort. And, you, and you've got to remember the build-up to that second 11 starts well before the game. Yeah. So it's sort of like, like a 10-day, you know, build-up and, and the game. And then to go and expect to, to make runs on dish cricket, you're, you're almost actually just a little bit flat. Um, not that you're not trying, but your mental yeah. energy is taken up long before you get to that contest. Now, um, you realise that later on in life, uh, each contest you play is critically important. And he'll, he'll, no, know, he'll, that, he'll that. know that as Definitely. a youngster. Yeah. But there are runs that are some are more important than others. And I'm not, I'm not downgrading dish cricket by any stretch of the imagination. But there are different bowling, it's different conditions, and sometimes a step up is actually even better. And he was just a young kid in a young group in Monash Tigers with a lot of weight on his shoulders. When he goes to play for Victoria, there's a lot of other pre- – there's, there's pressures on other well, people to perform. Well, he gets to bat with Finchie and Pete Hanscom. Correct. You know, that, that's a different ball Correct. Game. So he just plays cricket. He looked comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, I reckon him. we'll be giving some Jake Fraser McGurk mm. updates um, yeah. over the summer because he is someone I think – could rip up the big bash. He's got, well, has he he's, got a contract? Is he listed to anyone I think this Renegades. year? Renegades. Renegades, is he? Yeah, yeah, he is too. That's right. I think your mate Ronnie was all over him. Yeah. Hey, where is Ronnie McDonald? Well, he's throwing balls to Steve Smith at the moment. How I many imagine. gigs has he got? Well, he's got... Be uh, careful, he listens to this he's podcast. Assistant, uh, he's assistant coach to Justin Langer at Australia, so he's ripping out a pile of cash there. So do, so um, giving up the state job at Victoria yes, and Renegades. Yes. Um, but he'll be popping over to India. Y- yes, he's doing coaching the Rajasthan Royals in the IPL, and then he's coaching the Warwickshire team, whatever their name is. In my, the, the Bears, that's the my Bears. team. Well, they're not the Bears. They're oh. the 100-ball team, so it's not the Bears. He's whatever they they're... Haven't, I haven't had a fun. They might nothing. be called the Teddy Bears. The I don't Teddy know what Bears. they're called, but they're 100-ball comp, the Teddy Bears. He'll be over there. So he's everywhere, Ronnie so McDonald. So we were just pumping up Google Gilly before. Mm. We're going to have to come up with a name for Ronnie. Yes. Because he's everywhere. 
Well, I said to Keely, if you know, if you if you want to come and live with us for the next six years, bring you might as well bring the kids. You won't bring see your husband for the next decade, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, and um, good pickup by the Aussies. Good pickup, very yeah, good. He'll be coach. good for Justin. That's a real good partnership there. He's uh, well schooled on coaching and great understanding of players and people and structures and teams. He'll be. Uh, that's a wonderful appointment. Um, women BBL, at least mm. Perry. Oh dear, her Injured. shoulder. No, low grade AC injury. She might be out for the rest of the home and away. Yes, I was watching a bat on the weekend. And she's just in control of her game. And all that. They just keep putting up her, st- her stats are off the rails. No, they're ridiculous. I think that she started mainly, but she was very young, a bowling all-rounder. Yeah. And her bowling's still going really well. Yeah. Just an absolute superstar. Incredible. The Sixers will miss her, though. They're just in there at third yeah, spot. I know they're the glamour team. They haven't quite clicked just yet. Um, I mean, that Marizan Cap just put that ball right in the slot for Webby to crank it over the fence. That was a great finish to a game the in other day. In the last day. three years, though, we've seen this a bit, haven't we? I yes. Mean, this time it's Courtney Webb. Yeah. But in other games, we've just seen it get down to it. And um, their ability to be able to have composure and hit the boundary or hit the six to win a game, like they're mm. absolute thrillers. Thrillers, absolutely. Look, back, I think that the, the Sixers, they're a dangerous side, though. If they sneak into the finals, you know they're going to be... Yeah, they're up there, and but yes. with, with Perry out of it, that disrupts their whole system. So who they're then going to put at the top with Alyssa Healy might disrupt her batting as well. So yeah. can such a that's a huge player. That's like taking Buddy Franklin out of the uh, the Sydney Swans. Yeah. It just affects you. So. Yeah, and they've been such a good. And you know, Ash Gardner's very settled at three. Yep. Do you open her or do you keep her at three? Yeah, she hasn't fired much in this competition nah. so far. So maybe that might be a good opportunity to go and free her Straight up a little away. bit. Um, the stars have been disappointing, unfortunately. We're, uh, I can say it. We're, we're just in a rebuilding phase. Yeah. Hey, look, it'll take some time. Um, you know. Who, you know, Annabelle Sutherland and Tess Flintoff mm. will be absolute stars of the tournament. Absolute guns. And it's also... But 16 and 18, it takes time. Well, this is the first time uh, Villani's captain uh, yep. stars. So it does take time to work out, A, what's going on, B, the pressures of captaining as well. With the... Young emerging team. Correct. So correct. there's a lot of different factors there, isn't there? There is, there is. But uh, look, uh, WBBL is on fire. Um, I still think the Brisbane Heat are going to be tough to beat. Good team. If the Harris girls get their mojo together and start flying around the world, then uh, they're in trouble. JJ, Jess Johnson's always just competitive and good. Um, good spin options, good quicks. I think they're the team to beat, actually. All right, we'll keep posted there. Although one young lady won't be playing, and mm. that's Emily Smith, the Hobart Hurricanes wicket keeper. Uh, it says an attempted at joke on social media about her lowly batting position has resulted in her copping a stunning one-year ban under yeah. match-fixing rules, mm. three-month ban. Uh, nine months suspended. So that's yes. her out for the summer. Yeah. Um, you know, keep going back before, you know, years ago, you know, to be able to give, um, if you're with the radio, you know, you give the t- mm. potential team and what the yep. pitch was like and the weather conditions. Um, you know, obviously the education for the players is a lot better. Originally, this sounds so harsh. Yeah. But once again, Cricket Australia, uh, you know, they're setting standards that yeah. if, if you just just test it in any way, um, the full force is coming yeah. down. I sound like a headmaster back in the 50s, don't they? Come in there and we'll give you a caning. It's basically what it is. I think this is a real tough penalty. Um, good news for her is she's going to get three votes on the social media self-promoter anyway, so that's that, a positive. That's a natural. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'll give, <laughs> it, 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 we'll, we'll double it up just to give her in there. But that, that, that's a massive penalty, isn't it? Yep. When you first see it for, for a social media post and... Um, and obviously, there is a lot of education, not just for um, for the players, but for the coaches. But, um, you know, that'll certainly uh, put shockwaves yeah. through not look, only the women's BBL, but everywhere that um, you just look, we all know the rules. We all know the rules, but um, I'm not sure how that's affecting the outcome of a game. She just wanted to get herself up in the order. Correct. And I'd be shitty too if I was batting that low. So you've got to do something. If the captain's not listening, you need the world to listen to you. So that's what it's for. It's just an opinion. Um, 
I think the problem is is that uh, it does affect. Uh, I'm not sure how it affects betting really, but all it is yeah, is just um, showing the team lineup. And if you want to go and bet on and lose your money anyway, then it's up to you. But um, oh, it's not sure. I think it's a really tough penalty. Yeah. We'll talk about tough penalties and not so tough penalties. West Indian Nicholas Poran, slogger, hits yeah. him really well, yeah. found guilty of using his fingernail yeah. to change the condition of the ball yeah. in a 50 over game against Afghanistan. Yeah. Just got the three games um, T20. Oh, that's Suspension. nothing. Oh, that's good for the Aussies. Maybe we can just use our fingernails then this, this year and take and get three, three games. games. That's fine. We'll take that. It just seems very <laughs> underwhelming, doesn't it, that... Um, you know, Stephen Smith was asked about it and he goes, everyone's different, every board is different and the way they deal with certain issues. But Well, he's answered that is, pretty dip- diplomatically, Stephen Smith. So yeah. Well done there. Um, but really, truth be told... Australia is the only board that's ever um, jumped onto it, isn't it? Yeah. Like just about every nation's had players that have uh, been done. Well, ball has been done twice. And, and, uh, and Cricket Australia... Uh, sorry, South Africa supported him yes. as opposed to um, putting their own penalties. Um, so even, you know, the West Indies board, you know, they've, they've, they've taken that in. So there is inconsistencies. That's weird. And that's not condoning what the Australians did. Well, we didn't go through the right process, did we? Unfortunately, they sent our players in to do a press conference that no, they had horrible. no idea about and they completely, horrible. Ball, completely ballsed it up. And then it just sort of stemmed on from there. And then the Prime Minister comes in and made a few comments. And then once he stepped in, it just escalated out of control. And then... Um, but it just... If, they just if we had thought said, we were going to change the culture um, of ball tampering yeah. and, be, and be leaders, obviously it's changed it no, within the Australian no, team. It has not done anything to world cricket. No, because it's... It's been it's been there for years, let's be honest. I mean, you try and alter the condition of the ball, whether it's actually shining or deteriorating. We've seen a history where uh, recently you throw the ball, bouncing it into the keeper now. That's been the biggest thing of the modern era. Yeah, definitely. Of course, that's just a simple way of doing it. There's certain ways that you, you can do it legally and there's some others. No one condones taking sandpaper out onto no. a cricket field. I mean, whoever thought of that was a complete fool, and that's probably yeah. why he got banned. But, yeah, if you're there and you use your fingernails, um, not saying that's right either, but that's been a technique which has been used for many years. I mean, that old zipper that was on the back of the gun and more pants. How did pants, they get away with that? Everyone used to buy gun and more pants to try and rub the ball onto that zipper. Um, all sorts of little techniques. I'm not saying it's right, but... But it's still going on. It does, but I've got a question for you. We It actually says changing the condition of the ball. Well... This is for the bad. We actually still shine the ball to try and change the condition of the ball to be yep. good. Yep. What's the difference? Yep. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. I wonder if they could find some medium. I, mean, I've heard, I don't know if it was Sir Richard Hadley just saying, you know, obviously no artificial things. Yes. But, you know, with fingernails or whatever, wh- wh- yeah. why can't? Everyone's got them. So it's an it's an even. Um, well, didn't that 3D try and take a big chunk out of the ball with his teeth? M- maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not a taste test. <laughs> Not a taste wasn't test. on MasterChef or anything like amazing, that. Wasn't, wasn't. Uh, oh, amazing. But whether, yeah, they can go, well, anything that you've got, yeah. you know, if, if you go nails, you know, it's even for both teams. But there's still a little bit to me, um, I that's horrible to see it in a 50-over game or T20 game. Mm. But in a test match, um, I still think if you can get the pitches right, like yeah. it was over in England... And the ball moves enough. Yes. It, it actually takes away the incentive for ball tampering. True. You actually Correct. want to keep the ball as new as possible. Well, I actually like part of reverse swing, to be honest. I actually think it's a great part of the skill. And the game's more actually yep. inviting to watch when it is there. It's harder to score runs. I get it. Well, it changes the game, doesn't it? Does. It does. It goes from probably scoring four and over to two and over. So from a viewer... And it can view. still happen, like evidently uh, the New South Wales guys, mm. Mitchell Stark in particular, got a going to the SCG, yep. but it was barren of grass from ball one. Yep. So we know that that's going to batter the ball enough. Yep. If you look after it, it will go reverse naturally. Mohammed Shami against Bangladesh uh, got it going quite nicely as well. So And, and they buy a lot of spinners, so it does scuff the ball up a little bit, so that could help. 
Um, but it does create a level of excitement, I must admit. I'm not saying that you should actually alter the ball uh, Illegally. In, in an illegal fashion. No. But it's, for me, bring it's it exciting, yeah. I like hey, it. Um, well, you know what stage it is here? You know what we're up to? What are we now, up to? All the um, celebrities around the oh, world yes. have had, what, probably three months off where they don't, they've been happy to get on social media. Yep. They have been self-promoting. <laughs> but bad news for them... It's bad news. Is, really bad it is news. back. Really bad it's news. It's the Social Media Self-Promoter Award, Bradley Hodge. Well, I'm up and about. With your I'm looking for the newspaper because I'm looking for Webby's tweet in there. So she's actually a nomination for nominating herself for up the You've order anyway. You've already called a couple out before so we've actually got there. <laughs> she's actually getting... A nomination, but let me find my little uh, record here. Let me just scroll through. And I'm going to start, there's been a few. So first of all, it's this is a, quite We've a We've been getting one. nominations, haven't we? Oh. People have been um, saying, when, when's Hodgie's uh, I'll start, segment back? I'll start and... somewhere. There was a classic yesterday from Virat Kohli. Oh. And MJ Ellis, of course, actually... Uh, quarterly just pointed in my direction as MJ well. MJ's a little bit like your social media Very assistant, much. isn't he? So this is a this is a video of Virat Kohli. No days off. Hashtag one eight in aware. But what he's doing is actually pulled his t shirt up. So he's not even showing the workwear that he's got. He's, he's just showing, showing his the abs. abs that he's got. So I thought that was a, uh, a Virat Kohli special. So Definitely. well done, Virat. That's a couple of nominations. Um, we'll go to the golf later. But uh, oh, he's look at this. We love Brad Hogg for his silly antics. Summer lunches, chicken, chili, Thai salad. Hoggy's healthy tips. Hashtag food beast. Hashtag there's my food. Hashtag delicious. Hashtag fit life. Hashtag make time. Hashtag just do it, which I thought was a Nike thing. That's that a Nike from. thing. You can't so steal you, that. You'll get in trouble for that, Hoggy. Hashtag food. Hashtag Hoggy time. So digest that one, Flem. I think the shark somewhere in America is just starting to go, uh-oh, Hog's just stepped it up a little bit. Well, What's he doing? Fitness tips. Well, I've no idea. But look, just on cue, you've mentioned the shark. So to our leader, our... Doyen, <laughs> God, has stepped up to the plate, the shark, Greg Norman, and here he is on the beach of, I assume, Miami with zero clothes on again. Train hard, fight easy, battle ropes on the beach to prepare for the battle of the boardroom at Men's Health AU at Riker Brothers, hashtag Monday Motivation. Right on cue, Shark. Well done. But what about just when I doubt him? Just when just you when doubt. I say there's some competition and he won't win it for the third year in a row, he's straight to the top of the leaderboard. Do you know what happened? He must have. He must be hacking your phone and saying, uh, <laughs> "Hodgie, uh, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, and uh, it's the first time we're able to get together for a while." I reckon he he was onto it and got straight on the Monday motivation. Anyway, Love this you, is a. Another one, a good friend of ours, uh, David Bailey. So after 15 years working across state BBL, IPL and national women's and men's teams, oh, wow. it's time to something new. The people, the travel and the sport have had a huge impact on my life and I'll miss it, but exciting new adventures awaits. That's just him there showing everyone how to stretch That's on a beautiful the photo. Beautiful photo, but... Just that, three votes. That's just a couple of votes. Just three there, votes. Dave, there. we love you. Um, what else do we have here? Here's one from... There's been a few. It's been a while. Flem, um, Mitch McLennigan just showing himself in a Mumbai Indians uh, outfit just running along after he took it, taken a wicket, just in the middle of... Is, uh, are they playing right now? No, it's November. So why you do that, uh, I have Mitchie's, no idea. Mitchie's got votes before. Yeah. He's a strong performer. He is a strong performer. Uh, this one's a beauty. Steve Smith... Uh, in the middle of a oh, great day at Pitt Street, meeting all the hashtag Vodafone cricket fans oh, at Vodafone AU. Hashtag sponsored. Yes, you are sponsored, Stephen, but it's going to cost you a couple of votes. I, I still think, as well as Smithy's going with his batting, he, he needs a social media um, coordinator. Yes. 
Um, speaking of uh, people who are in competition and giving the shark a run for his money, you mentioned before on the podcast about our Professor Dino and what's yes. he doing? He'd moved well, on from Islamabad. Yes. Well, here he is, Karachi Kings. I like him, with Karachi. his own shirt. Yes. Dean Jones, decision made at Karachi Kings. Beautiful, well, brilliant. Well, you know what the Karachi Kings are going to get? A two-time Pakistan T20 League winning coach. Absolutely. Twice. What I want to know, though, is that why is he getting his own cricket shirt when he coaches in um, the Alex Ferguson suits anyway? So why, didn't That's he, a, why, yeah. did, why does he, he need a cricket isn't shirt? is he a manager? He's a manager. Okay. Not a player, I'll not a coach. That. Another one from the professor. On this day, 1997, it's not this day. This was just in the real. We won the World Cup for the first time. The greatest day of my cricketing life. Hashtag champions at ICC, at cricket.au, at Cricket Australia. Hashtag India, hashtag Kolkata. That's just to throw out that you were a pretty special player in your time, Dino. I think that's two five voters. We love you for that. He's up there with the shark. We love you for that. Um, Well, another high flyer in this segment. Google Gilly. Yes. So Google Gilly just recently if was... If he's a, having dinner with Trump or... Um, not Trump. Trump. It was the Western Australian Premier, Chief Minister. Uh, Google Gilly was partnered the minister over to India. He did this, Flem, a free trip over to India just, to try and drum up some business for his lovely Western Australian... It's well played from the minister because if you're going to get anyone... To t- go overseas and get deals done. You know who you get. Absolutely. Google so, Absolutely. Hashtag Salt March at Mark McGowan, who's the MP. Mark, yep. yep. Uh, hashtag Gandhi at West Ooh. Australia. Hashtag Premier. Hashtag Chief Minister. Well done, Gilly. Um, that's uh, pretty solid work. And on to, well, it is local for us, um, Royal Melbourne Golf Course. Um, and there's a couple of people oh, there. No. One was the great Shane Warne, just having his photo taken with um, uh, Sam Newman there. Yep. So it's interesting, both of their foreheads are jam-packed full of uh, Botox, which is cool to see. Uh, oh my God, original smart Assam at President's Cup, at Ernie Els Golf, at Tiger Woods. That's all free stuff. Tiger wasn't there. Me. He wasn't there, so I don't know why he's reaching out to Tiger. I don't like these self-promotion at golf. <laughs> so that sort of leads me to the last. Um, and I know it's a cricket segment, but by God, um, the bowlologist. What a day for pres- at President's Cup Media Day, playing one for the world. Great par three on the dance floor at President's Cup. This what is the video of yourself. Flip. What did you think of the swing? Well... I'm just wondering how many videos you had to take before you actually did land it on the dance floor. Or was that pure ass that that shot actually did? Because you know how hard... Have you played that? Yeah, I have. It's the seventh, isn't it? It's uh, on the East Coast, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the greatest... It is one of the greatest. Yeah. Dave Colbert, his um, company and his lovely wife, Sam, uh, are the ones that did the World Cup of Golf and President's Cup. Yeah. Took the video once, bang, on. There you go. There you go. That anyway. doesn't happen very often there, but that's. I'm going to have to be co-leader, I think, with the shark after round one. Mm. That's just ten votes, and 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 um, I apologise for it, but I had to look after mate. Yeah, DC's company. Uh, that is the social media self promoter. Already series three. Yep. Big names. Big names have gone bang. But can you be watching out for... Just, I, I just want everyone about to Pup keep, and an, KP. keep an eye on... KP was actually quiet. Just a lot Is there of, any Pakistan cricketers that are... That are that well, Wahab was, but he's not out here. Oh, he so he's gone too. quiet, hasn't he? Yeah, he was into... Who was he into? He was, D- uh, Dan Christian. He was into wasn't Dan he? Christian, yep. Into so. DC. Hey, mate, that's it. I'm looking forward to the test match. We'll do a review after. Just, just finishing up here. Uh, the Vicks... Uh, in the Marsh Cup, they've 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 had two debutants. They've got um, who are deba- de- debuting today is Jonathan Merlot, mm. young fella from St yep. Kilda, and Mitchell Perry might have taken the the new ball. But um, the great man Adam White, who who calls the the cricket on uh, yep. cricket dot com, and oh. he's a mate man at RSN and loves his cricket. Um, 
as opposed to question, Bobby Quiney gave out the caps. Yeah. Is, and Adam says, is Bobby becoming a professional part-time cap presenter? Well, you presented the... Has anyone done... To Fraser, to Fraser McGurk, yep. Has anyone presented more caps than Bobby Quiney? Do no. we leave this... Can we throw it out to the listeners? Yeah. I'll do a bit of research. I'll catch up with... We'll, we'll catch up with Bobby. Yes. But that's a very good question for Adam. I Moore. like that. Yeah. And let's... is it a career... You can't put on LinkedIn professional part-time cap presenter, do you? Is it, is it a paying gig? I don't think it's or a honorary. paying gig. But can he... It, I'll be honorary. Oh, if we can change but can, that. Could you, maybe more. we could bring that into business. Imagine how much Tugger would get if it was, uh, you know... If it wasn't just the well, in royalties, because he was the one that initiated Correct. twenty years um, ago. Yes, that, so that might we, be something for his foundation. No debutants this game, is there? For for, for Australia? No. Uh, just on this week, before we go past cricket, Let's I'll finish. tell you what I'm doing. Uh, I'm heading off to the Tiwi Islands with our great friend Matthew Hayden to a bout of fishing to raise money for some ab- uh, uh, Aboriginal Indigenous families. So, yes. pretty cool event. I don't know how many how much fish I'll catch, but I'll be drinking a shed load of juice, which will be pretty cool. For a great cause with mm. Big Dossie. Yes. Mate, um, have a good time up there, cool. and, and I look forward to, to counting the votes. Good luck, Channel 7, and the test match. It's oh, going to be fun wait. to watch. Let's get up there. Thanks, OG. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.